with the drums. Your mama was a movie queen, and she was one of the best. This might seem strange. Hello, welcome to Fritz Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren. Today we'll be talking about Better With Time from MPLS Sound. Recorded in 2008 at Paisley Park and released on the 24th of March 2009. On the track, it is Prince with a Lynn drum machine <laughs> and one of his many keyboards. Uh, the track is 4 minutes 54 and joining me to talk about today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hey. Now, I think in terms of like a genre, we can say this is 80s Prince. Uh, that is the joke I've been making on every episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's kind of like a, an 80s Prince ballad, basically. Um, something that I guess wouldn't sound too out of place on 1999, maybe. Um, it's kind of very, very Lynn heavy. Like it's out of all the tracks that are on this album, it's probably the one where like it's mostly based on the programming of the Lynn drum machine, and then everything else feels like it's been built on top of that. Right. Um, you know, including the kind of the very heavy keyboard strings, um, and then Prince kind of just double tracking his voice. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, it's a powerful vocal performance from Prince. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the production on this album. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I liked Prince 80, like I ate, liked eighties Prince in the eighties. I feel like since then we need to move on. And I think Prince kind of going back and doing a whole album of Prince, like sounding like he did in the eighties, it just ends up sounding like kind of really weird and uh i don't i don't know i don't know that the songs support the idea of him making himself like this the songs aren't really like 80s songs that prince would have written like right that's i think that's maybe what makes this kind of project fall apart a little bit is like he's writing from the perspective of prince in 2008 instead of prince in 1981 yeah and and so that kind of it doesn't really fit with the aesthetic of the of the album yeah it 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 seems like it's sort of um you know, he's responding, I'm assuming, to kind of criticism from people who want to hear Prince sound the way he sounded in the 80s. But he's taking that extremely literally because I don't think, you know, when people said we want another album that sounds like 1999, I don't think that they literally meant we want you to pull out the Lynn, you know, the Lynn LM1 again. And, uh, and, and we want your drum sound to be like it was on 1999. You know, people were there. There's all kinds of other things that, that, that people might've been talking about. They might've been talking about, you know, lyrical themes or kind of, uh, adventurousness or, you know, like just a, a, a certain kind of energy. It wasn't literally like we want you to use your old equipment. Um, so yeah, this isn't a, this, this isn't an album that I, that I pull out much, I have to say. Um, I think it's probably the weakest link of the, uh, of the Lotus flower set. Um, maybe even including Elixir, to be honest, which has been growing on me um, more uh, since I kind of, uh, you know, uh, every time I re-listen to it, I'm like, you know, this isn't as bad as I, <laughs> as I thought it was the first time. Um, MPLS sound continues to to elude me a little bit. The weird thing as well is obviously, you know, you've got the remake of uh, You're Gonna See Me. Is that the track that was remade on this one? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so automatically for me, this album is one track down because you've already got a song I've heard, right. you know, a few years before this. Right. Um, 
and 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 then like it, most of the tracks are fairly short anyway this is probably one of the longer tracks on the album um, but then you also have this kind of relent like every track is relentlessly like Lynn drum machine like <laughs> and like the thing that we could say about Prince in like the early 80s when he was you know mostly using the Lynn as as like how he kind of came up with drum patterns right is that it wasn't on every track yeah <laughs> the word like he had tracks that had real drums on um you know obviously the fact that like something like uh when doves cry is like got such a kind of iconic you know programmed drum sound um it doesn't mean you need to do that like on nine songs right and like <laughs> nine, nine songs that aren't as as good <laughs> but yeah but, but have but have a similar drum sound yeah yeah but have like 150 percent more Lynn drum machine <laughs> right. than anything right. from that era like there was always a break like you get something like you know andy christian which would have you know, like a kind of very bleak sound. Right. But but that doesn't really have like the Lin at the like it being as prominent, you know, it just has it has like a simple drum beat that that it that isn't like a I don't think it's a drum machine on Andy Christian. I mean I'd have to listen to it again. But like it it feels like Prince would build songs from stuff other than the drum machine. Right. Um in, in the early eighties. And he seems to have forgotten that and then this entire <laughs> album is just I'll program the drum and then I'll sing over the top of it. And he's returned to his falsetto a lot for some of these songs as well, in, in it's in this song as well. Uh, but at the same time, it just feels like, well, you could have, you know, a lot of the stuff that's on here in falsetto, you could have just sung in your lower range and you could have just double tracked it as you've been doing for the last few years. Right. Like, it doesn't feel like we have to have, you know, six minutes of a Lynn drum machine with Prince singing in a falsetto for it to be 80s Prince again. Um, you know, and I also think like, I mean, you know, lyrically, it's not like this is particularly weak, uh, but it just doesn't it, like it's, I don't know, in this song... Um, it's it's weird because he actually calls out the fact that you know he says this might seem strange since so much time has passed, and it's like that's not anything that like eighties Prince would never talk about like the passing of time, right? Because he was you know he was twenty, yeah, <laughs> and twenty year olds don't think about the passing of time like that, right? Um, you know, and and he talks about you know uh, like wine you get better with time, so young and so naive that I never once believed the memory of you would go through like winds through the trees. It sounds like the lyrics of a fifty year old. Oh yeah, it doesn't sound a... like you know a, a young prince, and I think that's the problem. I mean, he actually says, I mean, I don't know that you should ever say this in a song, but he says, I don't know if this is a bore, and it's like. I, I feel like you're tempting me there perhaps yeah. a little bit, uh, you know, uh, you know, um, but I, I, I still find I still find it charming that he has this kind of uh, these these various couplets where he says, you know, uh, the fact the fact this fact is so sublime, you get better with time. Um, you know, like, you know, you know, if I chose not to remind you that you get better with time, like just this kind of like it feels like if Prince had just done this with like in a simple like if he'd done it on one night alone with like just a piano right. thing it would have been a stronger song. It's just the fact that the Lynn is so dominating on this song. And then he has a lot of kind of like, you know, double track, like falsetto that just, it just kind of undermines the message, which is coming through, you know, the, the message is basically, you know, he, whoever this person is, he's talking to, you know, as they've gotten older, he feels like they've both gotten better. And it's like, well, that's, that's a nice sentiment. Right. But it just doesn't feel like a sentiment that would ever be expressed by Prince with a Lindrum machine <laughs> and like a very kind of fake sounding string keyboard sound. Like it just doesn't, I don't know. The aesthetic just doesn't feel like it fits the ideas that he's trying to put out yeah. um, in this particular song. And it, I, I don't know. It, it, I feel like if, they, like I say, if this had just been a simple piano ballad, it, it might have been out of place on this album. But at least I would have been like, oh, you know, I, I understand what Prince is saying here. You know, he's approaching 50. 
you know, he's feeling older. That's something that, you know, a lot of people can relate to. It's something that a lot of Prince fans could probably relate to at this right. point. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, because if they've been with him since he first owned the Lindrum machine, then, you know, the youngest of them are going to be in their 30s, you know, like, so they can understand this passing of time. You know, that, that idea kind of makes sense. Um, but it just does not fit with this production, and I just I think that's the kind of thing that immediately makes me like this song less because it's <laughs> it's like if you'd have just stuck to some more simple production and not kind of forced it onto this kind of concept album where the concept is what if I were Prince, but thirty years earlier, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, which is is I, I don't know I don't I don't know that there's any other artists that had you know obviously Prince invented the Minneapolis sound right and those who kind of imitated the Minneapolis sound um you know most of them ended up only having a couple of songs before they kind of you know disappeared uh, but those who kind of innovated the Minneapolis sound you know like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and kind of took it in a different direction right obviously they've had long careers and it feels like Prince is going back to the sound he invented but right not realizing that he was the one that innovated that sound <laughs> and, and took it in different directions he's kind of he's kind of it's weird because he's almost been like a Prince imitator in 1981 yeah and it just doesn't make any sense yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh you know I, I i i do agree this is a this is a song that i think i would have liked to hear and i'm a little surprised that we didn't hear uh you know like piano and a microphone i think that this song could have been one of those that really kind of comes alive in that setting um and there were there were a few songs that he sort of brought out of uh brought out of retirement for that tour that, um, you know, took on a new life when it was just the piano and, and, and his voice. And I, I think um, if there was ever an opportunity to do justice to, to better with time, that probably was, was the one. And, uh, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen. Um, I think it's a, it's a nice song. Um, you know, it, it has a, a very kind of like a, 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 a sort of, uh, you know, sweet, message to it i think um you know what i find interesting about it is that it's it's supposedly written about Kristen scott thomas uh his uh you know his his leading actress in under the cherry moon uh so that's kind of that's kind of a a dimension that i i think makes the song a lot more a lot more interesting um than it would otherwise and and i also just love the the one you know most of the lines are just kind of cute um the the one thing that i that sticks out to me as kind of funny is when, you know, he starts out, this might be seem strange since so much time has passed. And since only one of us still looks the same, I, I like that he, that he works that in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's Prince and he's funky, but he also doesn't age a day. So, right. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess later on we found out a lot of that was uh, aided by hair dye. Right. Um, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I do, I kind of like, it makes sense that it's about kind of Kristen Scott Thomas. The, the, the weird thing is like Kristen Scott Thomas, like, you know, 10 years ago, essentially is what he's talking about. But when he says, when the hair that frames that face, dark brown and sil- or silvery lace, what is age but a cage? Never mind. <laughs> You'll be blind not to know that you get better with, with time. Um, and, I, you know, I, I I mean, you know, Dame Kristen Scott Thomas, uh, I would say, you know, she like, you know, obviously her debut was literally under the cherry moon. So it was, you know, it was only ever going to be up from that point on. Right. Um, but, you know, she's had she's had like, you know, a really good kind of career anyway. Um, and she is, you know, she is a really good actress. Obviously, you know, the fact that I first saw her in a Prince film right. kind of immediately <laughs> makes me like like her more anyway. Uh, but I always enjoy her, you know, whenever I've seen her in, in films, 
Um, you know, I always I always find her to be like a, a, a really kind of good actress. So, um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's I I I do kind of like the idea that Prince. I don't know. Maybe he just one day put you know under the cherry moon on while he was kind of going back to the Lynn drum machine and you know maybe he found like a print of it or some something somewhere and he just put it on. Yeah. <laughs> and I can kind of maybe understand him watching it and being think yeah. You know, Kristen Scott was like, you know, she was really young then. You know, she's older now. <laughs> maybe I should dedicate a song to her. <laughs> um, you know, maybe I should do it on a Lynn drum machine. Like, uh, like I don't know his thought process, but, uh, you know, if you do know it's about her, then some of the lines do kind of make sense. Right. Um, but I still like the sentiment. And like you say, I think if it had been kind of produced as like a simple ballad with just him at a piano, it would have been a bit stronger. Um, so, you know, I like the vocal performance, you know, I think, you know, I'm always a fan of Prince doing his falsetto anyway. Right. Um, and I always like him when he kind of does like, you know, the double tracking and stuff, you know, uh, but I think it just suffers from, you know, this kind of weird production that he's chosen for it. Um, and, you know, so I don't think I can go any higher than, um, I don't know, it feels harsh to say two out of five. Um, but you know I feel like most of this album is kind of sitting in that territory of two or three out of five yeah it's it's somewhere in that if I I guess if I had to choose I might round up uh, because it's probably more of a 2.5 but um but yeah it's uh it's sort of a middling song for me um but but you know again it's a it's a very nice you know uh as as him dropping in on Chris and Scott Thomas after, <laughs> you know, thirty two years uh, or twenty two years, I guess um, it's a it, 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 it's 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 a very nice kind of letter for her to receive uh, as a song, eh, you know. <laughs> but they can't all be winners, I guess. Well, I, um, you know, I feel like we said about as much as anyone's ever going to say about better with time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Zachary? Sure. So I am uh, working through very slowly Prince's canon song by song on my own project. It's a blog. Um, you know, I'm, I'm taking a long time because I, 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 I am just you know, trying to do as much, as much research and as much, uh, you know, an analysis of each song as I can. Um, I do check out what I've been doing. I'm, I'm very proud of it. It's, uh, you can find it at princesongs.org. And, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the main thing I want to plug today. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or, uh, you could email us at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Of course, if you are Chris and Scott Thomas, do email us your thoughts on this song written about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, thanks for being my guest here, Zachary. Well, thank you for having me. And goodbye. Bye. Candy for you, no